T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hits Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. Well, it's another series done, another weekend series. That only means one thing. The red-hot takes of Kerosene Ken fuming the, uh, or fueling the, the press box here at Fenway Park. And with us today is pitcher Nick. It's been a while, it's Pitcher Nick. It's been too long, yes. Well, well that's debatable. So, uh, Kerosene Ken. Yo. So, let's, let's just kick it off. What do you got? Okay. What, you go want, ahead. You want a big take or my mini take? No, I want your flaming red-hot take. Despite the win today, now you're headed to New York next week, right? Yes, for at least for a at period least a of time. Trip. A partial trip. Okay, yeah. you're going to bag out early. Typical Rob fashion. <laughs> next week, the Yankees overtake the Red Sox for the division lead. You won't see the Red Sox in first place in the division again. After next week's head-to-head series until September. That's ridiculous. Sweep of the Yankees. Get closer to the mic. Let's go. We got a... Uh, I, didn't want, I didn't want to interrupt them. Amateur hour. Okay, Rob. Go tough, ahead. Tough schedule for the Yankees coming up. They've got Houston for, I think, a four-game set. And so you're saying England, by the time, a week from this minute, which is after Sunday's game, after a Red Sox win, after the Red Sox go to 20-7, and seven, yep. you're saying the Yankees will be in first place. After the Yankees-Red Sox head-to-head series. Oh, after. Bronx, okay. They're going to sweep that series. Oh, they're going to sweep. Okay. And we'll maintain the two-game back. Yeah. I'm looking ahead. This is a little bit of a long-term projection. <laughs> okay. But enjoy it. Enjoy it, Red Sox fans. You've got a week and a half in first left. And you know That's great. Because, that's a little aggressive. Uh, the, I think he's right, you're right, Ken, that they'll take over first place, but until September? Until September, yeah. It's going to be a summer of the chase. This I, Yankees team is here's my, here's my team the next week that they're going to take first place back. Who's going to take first place? The Red Sox are. The Yankees will get it. They're, like they're said, in first place. And the Red Sox will. I'm oh. saying when the Yankees get it, because I agree with them on that portion of it, the Red Sox are going to take it back within the same week. Okay. My prediction off of Ken's, Kerosene Ken's hot take, is the Red Sox will be five games up by the end of that series. Five, okay. They're going to. So will they sweep or they'll just. They'll, in the next week or no, so? No, they're they're five games up. Five games up. They're going to be, you know, who knows what they're going to be in a couple days. They're going to be five games up. They get the Royals coming in town. They stink. And you get Texas. They stink. And then you have the Yankees. Uh, oh, no. I'm, yes. And you have the Yankees. Then you have the Blue Jays. But by that time, they head to Toronto, head to my favorite city of Toronto. They'll be five games up. Big picture, though, I just think right now you look at this Yankee. I think both teams are going to play good baseball, but the Yankees are just on fire. They're That's get, the thing. They're, they're going to cool off. Back to in May. Have so you seen their starting be, rotation? Have you see, I see the matter. numbers. Have you no. seen their offense? Have you seen yeah, this offense? It doesn't, no, With no, no, no. now Andahar, Glaber Torres added to the mix, hitting 300 through mm-hmm. a sinus. They're a good team. Good team. is unconscious Didi right now. Didi is healthy. Mookie is not. That's the big one. Mm-hmm. Didi is one of the best players. Well, I think that's why, right yeah, now. you have to make sure you do not have a lingering hamstring. As someone who has lingering hamstring issues, do not have lingering hamstring and issues. And I'm told, little birdie, oh, oh. That this Mookie injury, although he's not on the DL yet, yet. 
You are so bad. You so you're so bad at protecting your birdies. Who do you think my birdie is? I go. I go ahead. <laughs> you have no idea. Oh, I, I absolutely. It's do. not Brian Abraham. No, no, but I know. That, I know that the places you go in Fenway Park, it's not like you're combing the corners I of this. Talk to people this, through text. It's not yeah, just sure. not confined to this little booth. All right, go ahead. Okay. What's your little birdie telling you? That this is a more serious injury than others are making it out to be to, oh. to, for you to believe, like Alex Cora. And here's my mini hot take. Now. Okay. We got infield defense. It's a major issue. I know this is going to be a talker for you on the podcast. I was well. I was right out of the gate. Everyone poo pooed it. I said, "Well, this is one of my biggest concerns." Lou, Lou had said, "Right, Nick." I mean, yep. Lou had said, "Bullpen, bullpen, bullpen," and everyone after the first day or after the first week, yeah, the bullpen. Well, as we sit here right now, it's not the bullpen. It's nope, the infield defense. Yep. You I, were right. I, give you I am absolutely one hundred percent right. Go and ahead. And what it's going to lead to now is Cora is just. He is not going to give in here. He is going to play Nunez at second, whether he stinks or not. He's going to put J.D. in. I mean, he's forced to play J.D. in the outfield. But you saw him today. It almost cost him another game, that ball over the head, uh, which, you know, fortunately Kimbrell got out of it. But this is going to become a war between the pitchers and the hitters on this team. There's going to be a divide in the Red Sox clubhouse because oh the God. pitching staff wants <laughs> defense. And Cora's not giving it to him. And Cora is what? Former position player. He's pro his guys, he's. It's gonna. You're gonna see the the cracks in the divide start because they're pitchers and hitters. Because the infielders are yeah. not fielding well, and because JD Martinez has trouble with fly balls. And There's going to be a divide on. The I would say this. I told you this. I told you this with JD Martinez. His problems are here at Fenway Park. I. You watch him play on the road. You watch him play at symmetrical ballparks, and he's fine. He, he's perfectly fine. Here, like a lot of guys, that wall spooks him. We saw the play, the, the line drive over his head or oh. whatever it was. So he's had a couple bad plays here, but he, I, 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 the pitchers aren't going to scream and yell about J.D. Martinez. Yeah, they're going to scream and yell, but it's, it's going to slowly fester. That's why it's a half a kerosene take. This is going to be a festering issue. I don't, you're, it's more cool. absurd than, than your other take. I'll give you that. It's not absurd at all. Yes, it is it's going to be a legitimate issue. They're gonna, if you want to disregard it and put, stick your head in the sand, that's Hold fine. on, hold on. On Nesson Clubhouse right now, Eduardo Nunez is giving infield and fielding tips. Oh, I mean, I, I wish I could be making He's just talking out. about third base, though. He's fine. He can do third base. Well, he, yes, he could play He's third great base. at third base. And here's the thing. I actually think that at second last year, we forget he played over 200 innings there. He wasn't. He wasn't this bad. He wasn't this bad. No, but he no. is now. You would admit this. Well, I would. I would admit. I mean, I've written about it. I've said it. I said but it's square today. peg, round hole, and horrendous. Every, everything else. I mean, it's it's uncomfortable. And and if I really don't have a problem with Cora keep running him out there because it's what are you going to do? I like his bat in the lineup, but please, defensive replacement when you have the opportunity. You don't have that today. You're short. Your bench is short. So fine, but you got you have to at least make that sort of concession, right? And you don't think bullpen guys will be squawking about that if it continues? If like Craig Kimbrell's in a game nah, and the ball gets past second, no, no? they're going to be pissed, Ken. But they're not going to go and say, you know, you, you can't play Eduardo Nunez anymore because he he can't field. Like they're not going to be squawking. It's not their fault. They're going to get past it. They were going to get. It will be behind the scenes. Grumbling and rift, little crack, little fissure. It's something to watch anyway. Little something fissure. To watch. It's yeah. a half a take. It's a half a take. What's your hot take, Nick? Yeah, what's, what's your take? What's Jeez, the... I'm not, I, don't, I don't. I mean, Ken Just comes Mr. in with the, the the hot takes. Yeah, I'm trying to be like Rich Keefe. Um, you come in. Ken comes in with the hot takes, and I don't need to go and create my own here. But I will say, Rob, you talked about how they're playing the Royals and the Rangers coming up, and because they're playing bad teams. They're going to survive, and they're not. No, going to no. Lose. I just said, yeah. That you, was, you may, well, you said they're going to be five. So games, they're playing crappy teams. Five games up, right? In first they could place. sweep the Yankees and it, get there. Okay, sure, they could. But 
Didn't they just play a crappy team? I know they won eight straight, but the race. No. The, the, oh, the, they won eight straight. I, I, I realize that. I just said that. We're okay. saying they're still a crappy team, though, are they not? We, no, we don't know that. They won eight straight. We you don't think, know if they're a crappy a team. team? That, that, does, that trots out a bullpen. I would have said a couple of weeks ago they're the crappiest of teams. But, the, but I think the Marlins are the crappiest of teams. And are the A's not supposed to be a bad team, and then they lost to them as well? So it doesn't this, matter what... I just feel like uh, the Rays are doing something that makes them a average team. And, and it's hard to put your finger on it because you look at that lineup and, uh, you know, terrible lineup, four-man rotation, uh, a bullpen of guys. You're like, yeah, okay, whatever. But they're doing something right. And, yeah. and, and I also, I defer to, and maybe I do this too much, but this they definitely think different than other teams. And there's a method to their madness. And they, I don't think that they go into the season when we're saying this is the worst team, this is the worst team, and all of a sudden now they win eight in a row or they just won eight in a row. There is something there. They, to what I'm going to say, Pitcher Nick, they're an average team. They're an average team, which I would never say a couple weeks ago. They're an average team when they're playing the Boston Red Sox and to some extent other teams in the division. When you step outside the division, that changes things. They're an above average team. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're not an above. <laughs> they're not an above average team, and the Red Sox tend to play worse against them. There's always one team every year that's a thorn in their side in the AL East that should. You realize be. they did like dominate them earlier in the I year. I know they, but they didn't. They, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> well, you just said the Red Sox usually have a hard time with them. They dominated they, early in the year. they dominated? They lost the first game. Was and then they won the rest were of them. Were all those games not close? <laughs> were they not? It close? I don't care if it they were. It does close. matter if they're close. They're not no, it dominating. Doesn't, them. It doesn't matter if you're does, close. Does dominating team. They Lost. Is winning the Red Sox won today. I don't runs. care if they. No. Oh, did they dominate him today? Dominating to me is wins and loss. Dominating I'm not going to get semantics. Terrible six. argument. Ke- this Keras- is semantics. Keras- losing twelve to six is getting dominated Keras- by the team. Keras- That's the Rays. What are we arguing about? It's terrible. It's terrible. What's going on? So I want to come back to the JD Martinez fielding thing. I had pointed out astutely and excellent point by me. I showed you, I sat here in the Red Sox broadcast booth, and I showed you some stats that might paint the picture a little bit more. Are they going to keep running J.D. Martinez out in the field? And you look at his numbers, especially after today. I haven't seen the updated stats, but easily 100 points higher for J.D. Martinez when he's playing the field than when he's DHing. It is, it is notable. I, I'll give you that. It's, it's a small sample size, you would acknowledge, because well, you you, it's the but first it's, year this is happening. Sure. No, yeah, I mean, this is the first time he's DHing. Yep. But it's not. It's a small sample size, but it's not. You're still talking about ten games on a side. If that's the case, if that if he hits better, plain and simple, when he's in the field as opposed to DH, does that first of all give you pause for the signing? No. Or does it? Or does it go <laughs> further? I'm not saying it does. I'm just a question. Or it, would you then consider at home approaching him differently as on the road? Because clearly, as you brought up the wall, he's got a problem in left here. The wall spooks him for whatever reason. He's been better on the road in the field than he has been here at Fenway. What do you think, Pitcher Nick? What's going on? I spaced out. I wasn't paying attention to what you guys said. Well, he said we basically said that his his average is about 100 points higher when he plays in the field instead of compared to yeah, what he Yeah, because you're involved in the game the entire time. No, I understand. Handling. Yeah. No, I understand that. But this is... Well, it, like Ken said, if his birdie is right, that Mookie Betts is uh, going to be out for a little while, you're not really going to have much of a choice about whether or not you play him out in the I field. don't believe you're birdie. I've got to be honest with you. I like, believe he was, Ken, 100%. He was, he was running around the bases and then to get taken out of the game. He's, I don't, it, Hamstrings are tricky, Rob. I know they are so tricky. so cautious with these guys. 
Right. Why not? But if it's going to be out a long time, they put them on the DL. They have they have depth on this They'll team. That's the other doing thing. That. They'll consider doing that. They're weighing their options right They'll, now. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, you're, not, not, you're not helping the case anymore. they don't have too anymore. many right now. Oh, no. Oh, so, so this comes back to, I don't usually like to do this because it's an evergreen, big picture podcast usually. But there were some interesting decisions in this final game of the Rays. Thing. Nick, you were down in Cora in, in a clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And the... The decision to let Sandy Leone hit. Have you heard this, Kerosene? Yeah, they, they thought he was afraid he would be pitched around because Lynn. Well, was it was up. kind of convoluted, but basically, yeah, they they, they they didn't want Lynn to hit in a nutshell. They didn't want Lynn to hit with a base. Hit Leone. Well, they didn't want Lynn to hit with the bases full, and so he's thinking if they pinch hit Xander Bogarts for Sandy Leone, they're going to pitch around Xander Bogarts. Then that's going to leave them with with Lynn with the bases loaded, and which. I guess the the counter argument to that would be, well, why don't you just pinch it Swihart for Leon? But then he does, still doesn't want Bogarts to pinch it. He doesn't want anyone to pinch it for Lynn because he didn't want to play Bogarts in the field. Mm-hmm. But to 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 actually let Leon hit, who was hitting a hundred, a hundred, amazing at the mm-hmm. time, it was it still work out. It, yeah, it, it's 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 weird. You know, it's kind of, as much as that's all interesting, the other thing is that he explained it to us completely. Last year, I feel like we weren't going to get that in-depth explanation about why he made those decisions. Just another thing that Cora's doing differently than, you know, his predecessor. I would like to, though, the, the follow-up, the obvious follow-up, and we had to only, you know, we can only ask so many questions, really, before we just want, we want to kill ourselves and because we have tape transcription. But it's, but Swihart, you not pinch hitting, not at least looking at, at that as an option at some point. And also, when you have these catchers hitting 100, 150, I don't blame Swihart if he's pissed off. I, I honestly don't. This is a guy they who honestly has, feel he can't catch. He, well, there's no clearly, he cannot yeah. catch. Yeah, but it's like, it, how bad ha- can he be catching? Right. And, and we've seen this before with other managers, not only here, but other places. You're always going to prioritize, or a lot of times you're going to prioritize the catching instead of the hitting, but a hundred and a buck fifty or buck eighty or whatever they are, and then and you're also coming off of spring training with Swihart, where this kid is swinging a really really good bat. And I got to be honest with you, his average isn't good, but but when he's gotten up at various times, he hasn't been overmatched. I don't mind. Like, I understand his frustration at all. Totally makes sense. But at the same time, Rob, every time I'll take a catcher who's hitting. 50 that's awesome on defense over a guy who's decent defensively or average defensively and hits 300. I don't, and especially with this lineup, with the way you, you, you have everywhere you turn, somebody's hitting well. I know you got holes with JBJ and then the injuries and everything, but I want defense from my catcher, and Leon gives you that to some extent, and Vasquez certainly gives you that. I know, you know the stolen bases have been a slight bit of an issue early on, but in general, you need yeah, to I, I, I hear you, but I'm just saying if I'm Blake Swihart, I, I don't blame him for being pissed. He's no. going to be traded. That's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't you think in the next, I don't know, immediately, but soon? And well, I don't know what the I told you the problem with that, though, right? Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Don't give me like blank. Well, tell the listeners. Do you, do you know or not? I think I know, but good. What is it? Uh, Swihart in terms of his tradeability? No, just why would they wouldn't trade Swihart oh, right now? Oh, because they're worried about an injury. To one they, the they have guys. no depth no in the catch yeah. in, in this organization. Yeah, so you said, which could be true, but this team is kind of going for it now. They may just roll the dice and say, we need, we need a better bench option right now, somebody we can use. Well, right now, he's also he's the other outfielder. I mean, especially with your little birdie flying around telling everyone Mookie Betts out for the year. Well, I got another birdie. Oh! That suggests 
with the Tony La Russa connection, Matt Holiday is a name that's on their radar. For, for what? To pick up as a bench option. I don't know if that's perfect for what? Bookies out right now. For what? Uh, you don't know if it's perfect. For, like, I mean, I guess it could happen. But how long are you saying Mookie's going to be out for? Possibly DL stint. Possible DL stint. Okay. I, I you said because Rob said the year, and I, I didn't hear no, you no, say no, that no, before. Not the year. No, okay. You're you're sort of in and out. You're like you're I heard drifting. no no no. I heard what you said. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to no. And no. Uh, a closer source told me that Close, Carlos closer Beltran, than the other birdie. I, uh, yes. Carlos Beltran will be awaiting in New York <laughs> to greet Alex Cora, who's a close See, personal friend from last I'm, year. I'm, your, I'm, the, I'm the birdie. That, I'm yes. that birdie. That's why I said and I told you that in confidence. Well, I thought it was interesting. It was, it was what are you doing? Well, I didn't say they were going to sign him, but you said he was going to oh, be in New York. You're right. So there's a relationship with he and Cora. So no. what? So it would be, would be an appealing re-entry uh, <laughs> into baseball with the team right now. For what? Have you He's seen Carlos? With all due respect to Carlos Beltran, yep. have you, did you see him at the end of the year? Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway, I'm never telling you anything again, ever. I didn't your little, your little you, birdies. You wow. It. What do you mean I ruined it? How did I, I ruin well, that? I didn't say you was you were the source. Yeah, but it, uh, I it's I tell you, of, it's his bit of information. It's my that bit of information. Ken only cares what? about what's, his what's takes, so secret about that? and he only cares about breaking news. No, this is like the fifth time. And cutting and, as much. I, I will can. say this: I'm only one birdie in this uh, in podcast. But there have been other times where he's thrown out the birdie thing <laughs> that I literally have told him something 15 minutes before. Yeah, but you don't have the guts to take it and make it a kerosene take to use good. No, I, I, I have. You know what? I have the guts it. to. I have the guts to use the information properly and expose yeah. it at the right time. Well, I like to think about the options. You, you are like so many other people who are not used to this world, which is you Kevin. get a little bit of info. You're like the mutt of of reporters. Ouch. Wow. Which is you get a little information and you can't wait because you just sit there in your cubicle, sit there yes, in your I like studio. It, no, and you get it, and you just can't re- wait to release it because. This justifies your existence. Would, I am so disappointed. Would it here. not be tre- intriguing to have a fourth outfielder on this team, a bench option like a Matt Holiday or a Carlos Beltran? It would be very intriguing, but I don't see the fit. I just don't see the fit. Yeah, you have a fourth guy when you have J.D. Martinez already. Well, he's not a good fielder, as we've established. Well, and Matt Holiday and, and, and Carlos Beltran, Beltran are? Has, yeah. They're both terrible fielders. Over Swihart, though. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know what they Holiday can't looks move. like, but Beltran, I can bet, is, has Swire's no not, range. Swire is not playing. If you can't get in the lineup now, what well, use well, is what Swire? Matt Holiday? Well, at least they would pinch hit. You know, at least he would have the guts to put him in the lineup here or there. Right now, Swire's nothing. Zero. But the, but there's no opportunity and, well, to put him in here. The opportunity is Mookie Betts and a possible DL <laughs> For the year. Yes. Sir. Not for the year. Yes. Just that's what you said earlier, and that's when you say I'm fading in and out. I'm listening to everything you're saying. No, you were fading in and out. Yeah, that's good that you listen. But yeah. Ken tried to twist this back to taking off the heat off him right now. I just want to throw that out there because he's betraying your trust, Robin. That's not okay. I'm no, that's, you know, like we know, Nick, this is what happens. You, you, you get burned touch, once, you, feel, yeah. you lose the pipeline of information. All right, I got to go. The when, circle when you is get, long, <laughs> What is it? Diapers? What's what's going on? It's, it's a long day. I got to get home. I know. What what is it going to be? What I just is, have to get home to the wife. Everyone, the, baby. Every, the followers of the podcast want to know what get, what happens when you leave here. Today. Straight home today. Straight he's home. Gonna, he's going to go talk to his birdie, and he's going to break more news, betray more trust. There's someone who like I've never been treated with such disgust by a fellow colleague in any. I know. Oh, oh, really? I, I, no I, one's I, ever treated I'm, you with such I'm disgusted by picture Nick treating you that way. No one's ever been that mean to Ken. Okay, yeah, that's weird. Why? Why? I am the 
meanest are you anyone's dis- ever been to Ken Lair. Are you dismissive of Ken, his information? No, I'm not dismissive of Ken. I'm just saying that you told him something. Rob's told me plenty of stuff before that I keep, you know, close to the vest. I In don't fairness, he did say a little birdie. <laughs> yeah, I said a little birdie. And you- but that's Rob's news that he's trusting you with to not say anything. I guess you just can't trust Ken is well, what I'm you, trying to get you, at. You feel a little bit bad about saying that? Not really. Why? Were you holding it to, like, break, to actually report No, there was, there was sort of a method to the madness. Oh, there was like, like a possible story, but you weren't going to say Beltron is going to be signed by the Red Sox. No, no, no. All I told you he was going to be in New York. Yeah, what? The, what the hell is that? That's nothing. It, it's nothing. But why did you say I have sources to tell me Beltron's going to be? Spices there? it up a little bit. <laughs> That's fair. All right, I know you got to get going. Uh, don't be mad. I don't want people leaving mad. It's fine. I feel unwelcome on my own podcast. This is my but, regular Sunday spot, and I've been uh, totally. How are we going to do this next week? By the way, it's going to be a challenge. Figure it out. Okay. Anyway, thank you. Thank you all. Thank you very much. Don't don't leave, man. I'm fine. I'm okay. Fine. You fine? All right. Nick, you're all right? I'm, I'm great. I all right. No it's good to have you both. You're both valued members of this organization. We'll see you later. Later. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.